The world is a big and magical place, and Jason and Colin are your guides. So grab a bucket of pixie dust, because this is Disney World with sass and no strollers. And here are your two fairy godfathers. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 19 so funny to say that. Of two fairy godfathers, I'm Jason Matheson. Hey, fairy friends, I'm Colin Matheson. What's up, everybody? It's a brand new week. Thanks for being here. Don't forget, we drop a new episode each and every Monday. And if you're new to us, don't forget to find us on social media as well. All you have to do is search Two Fairy Godfathers on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We're usually the most active on Instagram, uh, so you can direct message us, or as the kids say, DM us over there, and spread the word. Thanks again. We can't say it enough for all of your great reviews and hitting that subscribe button on Spotify, Podcast One, and uh, Apple Podcast as well. Shall we begin, Kyle? Let's do it. Let's do it. Today's uh, today's episode, I think, is going to be a fun one, and it is overrated things, 10 overrated things in Walt Disney World, according to us. Now, this is our list. This isn't... So we might get some hate mail for this. That's fine. That's and, fine. Send and, it. And also, care. keep in mind, too, Colin and I were talking about this. Our whole the, the podcast, we say this all the time, the podcast, our business, this is all about doing Walt Disney World as an adult. You know, this is so it's this isn't for necessarily kids or families. This is coming through the point of view of a grown up doing Walt Disney World. So we have a list of 10 people like lists. So we have 10. And the first kind of breaks my heart. But the first overrated thing, in our opinion, is be our guest, which is one of the most popular restaurants one of the restaurants it's the hardest to get a reservation for and it's if you don't know it's at magic kingdom and it is a beauty and the beast themed restaurant yeah and i mean it's good but here's what i'm going to say about it we've eaten at other places on property that i think have better food that are way easier to get into way better atmosphere you know they put us in that back room unless you're sitting in the west wing i think or and, even the main ballroom, because there are three dining rooms at yeah. and be our guest inside the castle. And we were in like a rose garden or something, and it was lame. Uh, the library. We were in the lame-ass library. And I, I don't know. It wasn't as magical, because again, you hear these horror stories that it takes people 50 years, not really. It takes people like years of trying to try to snag a reservation at be our guest. And Colin, we did our trick of refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. Colin managed to get a reservation for us on Christmas Eve. I mean, I, we couldn't believe it. We thought, are we reading the My Disney Experience app right? We got it. I was so excited. And look, it wasn't horrible, but it didn't quite live up to all the hype, in my opinion. I think it's a lot of recycled food, meaning it's well, something that's that, a, yeah, it's a problem. Something that you can find at other restaurants on property. It's just zhuzhed up a bit to make it look a little fancier, and they can charge a little more for it. And the caveat is, there's a little asterisk here. I think we might not be as bitter Betty about it had we been seated in the West Wing dining room, because that's awesome. We we walked in there, and we're like, well, sure wish we were sitting in here. But we didn't want to be a pain in the butt and request it, because we already thought we hit the lottery getting the reservation itself. Yeah, we'd never been. We didn't know what we were doing. No. So. But like the food, I remember thinking, okay. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Do you know what you had? Um, I had French onion and I had the steak. And and again, it's it was fine, but the service was incredibly slow. Remember, we were yes. there for 
I'm not joking, uh, two hours. Our I think. server in particular was really because we were loving the other girl who also works at Fifties um, Primetime Cafe. Remember? Yeah. And we were like, how come she couldn't be our server? Yeah, she because was great. This server, you know, we hashtag we love the we love cast members. I don't want to put anybody on blast, so I won't say anybody's name, obviously, and I don't remember the person's name. But it was slower than snail sex. I mean, it was like two hours that we yeah, for just the two of us, and it's a three course like prefix meal. There's like four choices. So yeah, it's not like there's a lot of prep or options to go through. So number two on our list of overrated things at Walt Disney World: the Grand Floridian. Now, this is one that I think will be controversial that a lot of you may disagree with. But again, it's all about what you're looking for in a Walt Disney World vacation and in a Walt Disney World resort. And if you've listened to us enough, you kind of know our style by now. Look, I like grandeur. Uh, That's a Countess Luann word. I like grandeur. We like fancy. But when we're at Disney World, we like fun fancy, I think we would call it. And Grand Floridian... I don't want to put words in your mouth, Kyle. It's just too foo-foo for us. Yeah, it feels like it's my grandma's house. That Victorian, you know, there's this parlor or the sitting room, and it's all floral and ugh, no. Um, it just feels stuffy. It feels old. Yeah. And that's just not our, our vibe. If you're gonna, And it's so expensive. It is. And to us, I would rather spend more money and go to a – expensive fun festive resort which by the way um our next episode is all is going to be all about choosing the right resort for you and one of the things in that episode you're going to find is one of the things we tell you to do is figure out what's important to you for us i want a good vibe and i know that seems very woo woo and very um hard to pin down but what vibe are you looking for i of the three um, deluxe Magic Kingdom area resorts. It is the last one I would ever stay at. Again, yeah, I would do it with Polly I, or Contemporary before I like, ever go back to Grand Floridian. Yeah, I, I would do it again, just be you know maybe to experience more of the grounds. Because again, here's the asterisk. Here's the positive spin. Look, there is no denying that the Grand Floridian grounds are beautiful. I mean, all of the grounds of all of the, the resorts are beautiful. The pools are great. Um, the restaurants are great. I mean, they're getting a new Beauty and the Beast-themed restaurant there. Um, there's the five— uh, Yeah, Victorian Albert. Yeah. I mean, come on. There's no denying that it's magical and the lobby is gorgeous. Again, that's just not our speed. And if I'm going to spend six, seven, eight hundred $800 a night for a deluxe resort— I'm going to go to the Contemporary. Again, we'll go more into this in next week's episode. So Grand Floridian, overrated number two. Number three, I just threw this in there because not that it is highly rated, but this was this was like, what? Planet Hollywood at Disney Springs. Now this used to be much cooler. It used to have all of the Hollywood memorabilia. You walk in now and it you wouldn't know it's a Planet Hollywood, first of all. It's all redone. It's like gray and sterile and modern and I don't know. They spent a lot of money. We watched this construction. They spent a lot of money to make it mediocre. And the the exterior, I thought it looked cool. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see what it looks like inside. Girl, it looks like a fancy Denny's. Yeah, and and the food, the food is that – look, in all these themed restaurants, it is hard. You know, themed restaurants like this, even back in the day when they were in their prime – 
these themed restaurants aren't known for their culinary excellence. But look, I we're not overly fancy. Give me some good ass chicken fingers. You wanted those chicken fingers with what rice crispy? Yeah. Oh, because thank you for saying that. No, because what Colin's referencing is I used to work at Dick Clark's American Bandstand Grill. Y'all, anybody out there? Do you remember that? I worked at the one in Indianapolis, and they had these Captain Crunch chicken fingers. That's what it they was. were chicken fingers coated in Captain Crunch. I would cut a biatch to get some of those uh, Captain Crunch chicken fingers right now. Any Hoodley. Planet Hollywood had really good chicken fingers, too. Um, but the food, we went, we were horribly disappointed. So disappointing. Yeah. Me, it was so pe- blah. Everything. Pedestrian from tip to tail. And I had high expectations. I'm like, oh, good. They're remodeling it. They're redoing it. Maybe it'll be a No. It's as lame as it, it – it's even lamer. I would have preferred the old get-up, yes. yep, the old I setup. Too. Yeah. Number four in our list of highly overrated things at Walt Disney World, the Navi River Journey Ride at Animal Kingdom uh, in Pandora. Kyle, kind of describe what this ride is. Yeah, so this is a boat ride indoors. Um, you just kind of go through the world of Pandora at very slow, you know, very demure, and you're just kind of seeing what the world is like. It's fine. But when you've got it compared to Flight of Passage and you have such a cool world and land that you could have done a ride through and explored, it just feels like it missed the mark. Uh, yeah. The, the Again, here's the high, you know, we're, we're busting on it, but here's a positive. It does feature one of the most advanced animatronics in all of Walt Disney World. It's, I think, the spiritual. I, I, Avatar has come out so long ago that I, I don't know these, pe- yeah, these that, blue that people's high names. Priestess, I don't know her name. We just covered it in last week's episode. Yeah, I'll call her Blue Person Sorceress. She looks like the Sorceress. Anyway, she's the Yoda of the Navi. I, that's who she is. She looks like she's real. So that, but look, I'm not going to stand in a two hour line for a boat ride. With a good animatronic. No, and you could have done so many. I mean, just compare it to, like, Dinosaur. I mean, that's at least a little more exciting and adventurous. And this thing is just kind of... Oh, I would much rather go on... Di- I would I would much rather go on Dinosaur than this, even though Navi River Journey is a newer ride. Yeah, but think if you would have had that dinosaur-themed kind of style ride oh, in yeah. the Pandora, yeah. it would have been much cooler. Yeah, and if you're like, well, what exactly is it? It's like a boat ride. It's like you're, it's like a Pirates of the Caribbean. It's a small world. It's a small world. You're in a boat. You're going through. It's fine. Look, if you need to cool off and there's no line, then go too. But don't don't you dare wait two, three hours for it. I would have done, if they wanted a water ride, I would have done a more adventurous one like the Kali River Rapids where you're actually going through real props indoors, outdoors, and maybe like down a waterfall and like do some stuff. It's just really boring. Number five, we're halfway there. We're going to move to the Magic Kingdom for number five in the a list of overrated things at Walt Disney World. This is going to pee off some people, but I'm sorry. Again, we're coming through the point of view of, of an adult. Peter Pan's flight. You, you were the most vocal about this when we got off okay. the first time we ever wrote it. Everyone says this ride is so cool and the lines are always so long and we've never done it because it's such a long line and you can only get three fast passes at a time. And I'm like, I'm not wasting one on Peter Pan's journey. So we went on it and I was like, that was it. It is so outdated and the technology is so bad the queue, I think, is actually better than the ride itself. I, I uh, second that opinion. It feels very. If you've ever been to Universal Studios, it feels like ET. Same, yes, same kind of ride. You're well, flying over, like you know, statues and props on the ground, and it's like 
it, it's just awful. And I know there's nostalgia connected to this for a lot of you that grew up and maybe if you're listening and you went to Orlando every year as a child, I get the nostalgia part of it. That's how I, I'm so glad Colin mentioned E.T. That's how I feel about E.T. The ride sucks big time. But I go on it because I remember going on it as a kid. If you do not have the nostalgia thing connected to Peter Pan's flight and you are a grown-up, I would avoid it. Especially because, again, as Colin said, the lines are insanely long. And can I just say to Walt Disney World, if this is as beloved as it is, and it is, as everyone says it is, spend the money. Peter Pan could be such a cool concept to bring into the 21st century. Now that we have, you could make the fly. You could be. You could make it so the guests really feel like they're flying with Peter Pan and Wendy. You can do that now. Yeah. Redo this ride. Yeah, Neverland is such a cool place to visit. It's a cool concept. I don't know why they don't just update it. Six through ten is coming up next. But first, we are so excited to welcome our very first sponsor. So we're going to take a brief break. And here's a message from our friends at Travel Leaders. There's nothing quite like the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. It's the place where dreams come true. Moments last a lifetime. And enchantment is around every corner. The world tells you to grow up. Here, you never have to. Walt Disney World Resort. That's the power of magic. To start planning a magical Disney vacation with a Travel Leaders Advisor, visit tvlleaders.com slash tfg. That's tvlleaders.com slash tfg. Welcome back. Overrated things at Walt Disney World. We have six through ten. And by the way, we just want to thank Travel Leaders. Please, if you love our podcast, if you love these episodes, support Travel Leaders by going to their website. And they are great, by the way to help plan your Walt Disney World vacation as a magical grown-up. Number six in our list, It's a Small World. Um, we can basically repeat everything we said about the Peter Pan's flight, right, Kyle? And the <laughs> Navi River journey. Same yeah. Thing. yeah C, two through four. No. It's, it's a boat ride. Um, again, it's this is a nostalgic one is why people go on it, I think. Um, but it's little dolls from each country, and that song gets stuck in your head. That's reason alone not to go on it. Yeah. And I know this is going to make people mad. This is one of them. We go on it occasionally just for the air conditioning, but we do not have the nostalgic connection to it. Yeah, I mean, please. I mean, I went to Disney World as a child. Even as a child, I was like, what the hell is this? Um, So if you do not have that connection, do not waste a fast pass. Do not waste an hour or two hours of your precious day at Walt Disney World if you are a grown-up. Again, this isn't meant for kids. Kids will probably think it's magical. I don't know. It's not connected to a movie franchise or anything. It's just kind yeah, of Yeah, kids random, are different nowadays. You know, I think Disney World has changed a lot from like the Frontierland days and and you know the um what's the the Carousel of Progress and like those kind of rides. Hey girl, we can't touch Carousel of Progress. We have a I friend, know. Colleen Lindstrom. You will not see Carousel of Progress on this list because we would lose friends. Okay, but anyway. There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Uh, number seven. We won't sing ever again. I no. Uh, let's talk about a little bit more food. Let's move to Epcot, everybody, to the World Showcase, and specifically Japan. Number seven on our list of overrated things is? Teppan Idu. Okay. Why? Why for us was this dis? So, I, I know why. This is a Japanese hibachi restaurant. Um, I think I expected something to blow my mind. Blow our mind. I mean, we're in the Japanese pavilion in Epcot. We've got Japanese servers, Japanese cooks. I want real good Japanese food. 
and it felt like a B-level Benihana. Uh, that I was literally going to say that. Yeah. B-level Benihana. Yeah. I've been to Benihanas that were better. Yes. We have a Benihana in Maple Grove, Minnesota that will blow that right out of the water. The service wasn't all that. Our, again, I service is a big thing. And it just seemed like they were just, and they are, but you shouldn't make us feel this way. They were just trying to get us in and get us out. We were cattle to be moved. Yeah, and I can let that go because, I mean, some days, you know. Yeah, it means more to me than you, yeah. A server can have an off day or whatever. But, again, just the overall experience, I was like, it literally feels like I'm in a bad Benihana. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even cool design. The menu wasn't anything to, like, shake a stick at. I don't know. I was just kind of, I was disappointed. Yeah. I felt like it was an off-brand Benihana that you see in some suburbs called, like, the Panda Ear or something. (laughs) You know what I mean? Something, some lame Benihana ripoff. Uh, yeah, food, service, and overall just experience, it was a like a C-plus, if that. So that's why it made the list of the most overrated things, in our opinion, at Walt Disney World. Okay, now 8, 9, and 10, I will tell you, are very much Colin, um, especially number 8. What's number 8, Colin? Apparently, I'm going to make enemies on it just based on Jason's No, I just – I actually would do more of these – if 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 we weren't together, girl, go nuts. I know. I think. We, I anyway. Go I ahead. I am fine by myself. What's number eight? I don't need to go to a character meet and greet. Sorry. I know some people love it. I know we've got some friends that love it. You, Sarah love it. and Christopher. Yeah, it's it's great for some people. It is not my thing. Like, I don't know. I I don't need to go over and hug a princess that has to stay in character. And like, I don't know. It's just weird for me. Star Wars. I get that's different. You love Star Wars. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I went to um, – Colin didn't even want to go. I, I have the Disney uh, chase card. And as some of you know, if you have the Disney chase card, you get um, – there's a special photo experience you get at Hollywood Studios and, and Launch Bay. Colin doesn't even want to do that. And I got to tell you, everybody – I'll hold your bags. You go yeah, ahead. Literally, that experience – Colin will back me up, was literally one of the reasons why I wanted to get that card because I wanted to see what was this photo experience. All the pictures I have of Colin in these photo experiences, you look like I'm pulling out your toenails one by one with tweezers. I can do a good fake smile. Uh, Yeah, you don't accomplish it in these photos, but (laughs) I like it. I think it's magical. I don't want to do them all the time. Like if I'm in a mood, but sometimes I do, I want to go over and like take a picture with Tigger. And and, I'm I'm a grown ass man. I don't need to do that. I'd much rather walk by and be like, hey, girl, you know, to Belle or Mary Poppins and just just want to meet them sometimes. Wave and I'm good. Okay. Number nine, kind of the same thing, but I'm I'm more in agreement with you on this one. What's number nine? Parades. Now I know people love the parades. love them. I think these are geared so much toward kids that as an adult, I don't need to see it. Especially, I don't need to sit down and park my ass on the sidewalk for an hour waiting for a spot, and then sit in the heat and watch it go by. I can walk from one place to other, see it as it goes by. I'm good. And if you are, and again, hashtag point of the view point point of view of the adult. Here's the thing, though. If you are not a parade person, this is a great time. Here's a tip rolled into us bitching. The tip is, if you are not a parade person, use this strategically. When there are parades, go on the go on busier rides because everybody's watching these parades. The vast majority of people in the park want to see these parades. Go to Mine Train if you're at Magic Kingdom. Go to uh, Space Mountain because you're, the, the lines are going to be shorter because people are watching these parades. So if you're like us and you're not a parade person, use it to your advantage. And finally, number 10. This is a good one, Kyle. So this is complicated, so stick with me. 
some of the specialty foods they release. For instance, we were just there a couple months. Was it a couple months ago? About a month. A month ago? About a month. Um, and we got like a Cinderella's Castle cupcake from Starbucks. Looks beautiful. It was the champagne. The champagne, buttercream. Butter yeah. yeah. Gorgeous. Here's the thing. It's an Instagram thing. It's not a let me eat you kind of thing. Because we paid, what, $8 for a cupcake. Took a picture of it. Took a bite of it. And it was so gross we had to throw it away. Yeah, it was gaggingly sweet. So much sugar. Yeah, it was a little like frosting. And I think that's the thing with a lot of the like foods that are specialty items that they release for a limited time. It's just so you can take a picture of it. It's great marketing ploy. I mean, hey, if you're going to get all these people to take a picture of this cool food item in front of a signature ride or a signature location, great marketing. It just, I wish it tasted as good as it looked. Yeah, so bottom line, move with caution on those specialty items that you see on blogs like ours when you see it. But I will tell you, um, I posted the picture of the Cinderella Castle Cupcake. You can see it on Two Fairy Godfathers on Instagram. But usually if I post something on our Instagram, it is because we love it um, or it's just very pretty. No, I have to say, yeah, I'm going to I'm a sucker for it. I'm still going to do it when we go places. I'm still going to try this stuff. But I'm just telling you, if you're going and you want a snack, don't expect this to be like your snack. Because when we go to Star Wars land in a couple of weeks, which we can't. So excited. Um, you better believe we're going to be trying every single food and drink item, no matter how ridiculous it is in there. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much again for listening. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Kyle, what do they search? Two Fairy Godfathers. Just spell it all out. That's right. If you have questions, you want, uh, you have uh, questions for our Mickey Mail segment, DM us on our Instagram page. We'll get back to you. And who knows, you could end up on a future episode. And don't first forget to hit that subscribe button on Podcast One, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. We debut a new episode every single Monday because... Mondays are for fairies. Bye, fairy friends. Have a magical week. Your story. It lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel, where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another, where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.